2: Chumba!
0: that's right chumbacasino.com has over a 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com No website i don't like what's going on in china i don't trust china we all know how they handled the pandemic uh keeping things from the rest of the world caused it to be much much worse than it ever needed to be they never paid the price for what they did there and now we've got this mystery pneumonia outbreak which is overwhelming hospitals in china they claim that's it's nothing it's not a new illness that uh, i don't know i guess it's just because they were locked down that kids didn't experience they didn't have
1: it, it didn't it they didn't build their immunity because yeah. they weren't exposed to stuff
0: right taiwan is urging children elderly and vulnerable people not to travel to mainland china because of this illness europe is being warned that there could be an outbreak that will hit that continent. We already heard about a couple of countries there that are experiencing this. And now uh, Ohio became the first state to report an uptick in pediatric pneumonia cases. And Massachusetts, a county there, is being hit by what's being called white lung pneumonia, because I guess of how it looks
1: on an X-ray
0: on an X-ray. What the hell is going on? China's not providing uh, information. They're, again, keeping quiet about what's actually happening there and what exactly this is. But this is actually impacting children that's that's really where this seems to be centered yes, whereas with covid that wasn't the case COVID,
1: it was more the elderly people i feel like yeah, were affected yeah. by it but yeah this is kids and it's really scary and i feel like it was the same exact time of year at the end of 2019 yes. we started hearing about it and then once 2020 hit it just kept on going
0: right what the hell is going on here but uh you're going to be hearing more i mean we just talked about it the other day we had seen a couple of reports and we mentioned it for the first time and said only a matter of time before you we start to see this pop up in other places and sure enough i think it's like a day or two later yeah now we're talking about
1: ohio and massachusetts yeah
0: two states uh dealing with this haven't seen anything in florida yet uh and as soon as we do we'll obviously pass that along to everyone uh when we come back we have to get to Piers morgan he named names the royals who allegedly made those comments about prince harry and Meghan Markle's uh, child's skin color Uh, We wanted to know who made these comments. Well, Piers Morgan, you just blurted it out.
1: Yeah, and it's big names.
0: Yeah, uh, surprising, Uh, shocking, I think, one of them. Uh, Dana's going to have that in her trending report coming up in just a moment. Don't move. Who in the royal family made those comments about Harry and Meghan's child skin color of Archie?
1: Yes, and this happened two years ago where Meghan and Harry made these accusations in their interview with Oprah. They right. said that somebody had made comments about what, how dark the baby's mm-hmm. skin would be, and for years, nobody has known who these people were. That's well,
0: a big accusation to make.
1: Yeah, well, a guy named Omid Scobie wrote this tell-all book about the royal family, and in a Dutch copy of the book, a draft copy that only went to journalists, the names of the there were actually two royals were in that book, but then they pulled the book and they were all hush-hush about it. Well, Pierce Morgan found out who these people were and he named them, but he did it not to hurt their reputations, but to defend them and point out the insanity of the accusation. So here's what Pierce Morgan had to say about it.
2: Well, last night I decided this was all ridiculous and it was time to name the two royals implicated in those racism claims. They are, as I said last night, King Charles, Prince Charles as he was then, and Catherine, the Princess of Wales. I did that for several reasons. First, the speculation was once again raging out of control, as it has for two and a half years. Second, it made no sense that Dutch journalists and Dutch people who bought copies before the publisher withdrew them would know these names, members of our royal family, when the British people were prevented from knowing them. Thirdly, once you know the names, it becomes blindingly obvious to anyone with even half a brain that these allegations are ridiculous. Okay, not so much. Whatever your view of the monarchy, I don't think any serious person really believes that anything they've seen or heard from King Charles or the Princess of Wales suggests they have Mm. even the tiniest racist bone in their bodies or would judge anybody according to the shade of their skin.
0: Well, Kate... Middleton—that was the shocking name. I don't know about Absolutely. that one.
1: I really can't see her. And and Meghan Markle in that Oprah interview, because I went back and watched some of it. She said that they had a conversation with them about it. Like it wasn't like this was like a conversation that was overheard or something that got back to Meghan. This was something that apparently was asked directly yeah. to her. Um, and so now Pierce Morgan is basically saying there was no way this happened.
0: But uh, King Charles could he have said that? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Piers Morgan's making it like, you got to be insane to think King Charles would say something like that. Really? Have you followed King <laughs> Charles? I mean, I wouldn't put it past them.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. The The Kate Middleton thing does seem a bit yeah. strange. I'm
0: because- glad the names were out there. They were so ridiculous that the book... The names were there, and then they pulled the book, and then nobody was going to... It just made no sense. Right.
1: Well, once we knew that the book was out there and somebody knew the names, it was obvious that it was going to come out. I just think it's interesting that Pierce Morgan was the one to out them, but he did it to defend them, not to hurt them and say, this is outrageous. I can't believe they did it. He said, there's no way they did it.
0: A lot of people thought that King Charles was the person yeah
1: and i thought it could have been camilla too
0: yeah all right when we come back we're going to talk to the publisher of florida politics peter schorsch we'll talk about the debate last night between desantis and newsom also the sexual battery allegations against the chairman of the republican party here in florida you're not going to want to miss that It's moments away here on news radio wfla so let me give you the backstory here there was a clearly anti-semitic post on X. I mean, no question about it. Elon Musk responds to it and says, This is the obvious or this is the clear truth. And then you have the pushback to Elon Musk and the platform. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, Anti Semitism, a huge problem in this country and around the world right now. And Elon Musk is feeding right into that. So advertisers start to pull back. They're advertising on uh, X. number of different companies, Apple, IBM, Disney, one of them. Elon Musk is doing this onstage interview at the New York Times Deal Book Summit when he's asked about this, and this is what he had to say. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. Go yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. No, it's clear, except your platform relies on advertising dollars. Right.
1: Well, and it hasn't gone well since the beginning. I mean, he's lost advertisers because of all of this other stuff he's done. And I feel like this was one of the more outrageous things. And now he's just continuing to (laughs) tell advertisers. He doesn't need them.
0: Yeah. And if I'm an advertiser and the owner of the company is posting something, agreeing with an anti-Semitic post, then, yeah, I may want to pull back. And that really isn't me blackmailing you. That's just me not wanting to be associated with you. Elon Musk, he really frustrates me because I do think there's a lot of genius there. He didn't get to where he is today, the richest man in the world and, you know, all that he's created without being brilliant. But when he gets into this stuff, like, just shut
1: up. Yeah, he doesn't need to be putting all that stuff out there. Right.
0: Just stop commenting on everything. (laughs) Just do your job with your cyber truck or, you know, Tesla or SpaceX or whatever the hell you're working on, your brain chip. Uh, I mean, frustrating. And then there was a really awkward moment where he's talking to uh, the person asking him questions, and he basically says, like, you, you know, I'm I'm here because of our personal relationship, and he gets his name wrong. So I will certainly not pander. And, and Jonathan, like, the only reason I'm here is because you were a friend. Like, what was my speaking fee? It, you you're not making any... Hey, 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 for all I'm Andrew, but...
1: Uh, <laughs> Jonathan, I'm only here because we're no friends. Yeah. We're so close. We're tight. Jonathan, we're,
0: we're, we're so uh, close. that so That's the whole reason I did this. My name's Andrew, by the way. <laughs>
1: oh my god yeah
0: yeah uh so that's the latest with elon musk all right when we come back henry kissinger we talked about this uh yesterday passed away at the age of 100 um, but there were some reports out yesterday about his life
1: he was quite the stud apparently he
0: was in washington dc Dana's going to have that trending report next been a lot of talk about the life and legacy of henry kissinger over the past couple of days since word of his passing broke But I want to talk about his uh, personal life for a second.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So apparently he was quite the ladies man uh, in his younger days on Capitol Hill. So he was married until 1964 to his first wife. Then they got divorced. And for several years, he was a single guy. So uh, a WWD article from 1971 written by a woman named Candy Stroud called him Washington's greatest swinger. And Cuddly Kissinger, apparently that was one of his... Cuddly, Cuddly Kissinger. Kissinger. I can totally see it too, right? I love it. Yes. Yeah, so she said that when she met with him, uh, he hit on her. She was wearing hot pants, and he said to her, what are you trying to do, seduce me? No,
0: he said... What are you trying to do seduce me? <laughs> uh, that yes. voice.
1: You know I like these hot pants very much.
0: <laughs> uh, she
1: said that he lit up while discussing his life as the playboy of the Western Wing and that it was a subject of great appeal to him. So he apparently dated Candace Bergen, uh, Shirley yeah. MacLaine, wow. Bond girl Jill St. John, who he was also rumored to be secretly married to. However, they both denied it, and she had said at the time, no, we're just really good friends.
0: America's big diplomat had a Bond (laughs) girl.
1: Yes. Uh, Marlo Thomas... And uh, Diane Sawyer, and there's a picture of him and Diane Sawyer yeah. holding hands, so they definitely dated. Uh, now, some people say that the Playboy persona was mostly concocted by the media, but he dated all these women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he
0: was like the Leonardo DiCaprio of uh, American diplomats.
1: Yes, and then uh, in a 1972 poll of Playboy Club Bunnies... Henry Kissinger came out as the bunnies top choice for the man they would most like to go on a date with.
0: It's amazing. It's gotta be part of it's gotta be the voice. It's got
1: well the voice, the power. I mean, I don't really think it was his looks all that much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Henry Kissinger, yeah, Washington, D.C.'s biggest swinger. How about that? Yep. All right, when we come back, we'll talk weekend events. Lots happening around the Tampa Bay area this weekend. Lots of holiday events for you. Tampa Bay Times entertainment events reporter Sharon Wynn joins us in a moment. There was a report in the Washington Post recently that I felt like didn't get enough attention because it really says something (laughs) about the state of our politics here in this country. So, Dana, why don't you... Uh, share with all of us what the story was all about
1: the rise of political humiliation a fetish thing where the washington post talked to quote libtard subs Who fantasize about being dominated by MAGA Doms and vice versa. So one of the videos features a dominatrix who's trying to persuade beta liberals to vote Republican for daddy Trump. And this dominatrix who voted for Trump and now supports DeSantis said she makes six figures annually with her content on this. Uh, Another Republican whose day job involves monitoring politics and liberal media for an unnamed radio host Mm. runs the fetish group Maga Doms and Libtard Subs by night. And members will post requests like looking for a Maga Dom to, quote, red pill me and convince (laughs) me to share my wife. Another man described his fantasy as wearing a Trump dog collar, which you can buy on Trump's website. You
0: can buy the Trump dog collar (laughs) on Trump's Trump's
1: website? Yes. Uh, And being walked around a Walmart to pick out a dog bone. (laughs) Another man, uh, who described himself as very, very much a liberal, told the Post that he fantasized about Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, forcing him to vote straight red Donald Trump.
0: I'm telling uh, you, I think there's a lot of that. And I think it's the other way, too. I think there's a lot of conservatives that would like to be uh, dominated by AOC and, you know, those weird, like, political fetishes that people yeah, have.
1: It's really strange. Um, another person said that she fantasized about having sex with people she finds repulsive, including Trump, Osama bin Laden oh and God. Hell's Angels, bikers. Uh, and then there is a 60 year old dominatrix who calls um, herself Master Black Saturn Dragon Wolf and she said he, oh, she engaged in bdsm with a 22-year-old straight college student who wanted to be punished by a person of color because he voted for trump <laughs> so it's a
0: lot going on there but basically you have people who are on the right or the left and they want to be dominated by
1: Someone on the opposite side of the political spectrum like it's a turn on.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) How bizarre. Really
0: (laughs) strange. But I mean, if that dominatrix is making six figures, it's not like there isn't a market out there for that.
1: I know it is really bizarre. Who knew this all existed? It's kind of crazy.
0: Is there anything like this on like the porn side? Is that is that like a category now? Political? humiliation or something can you can you uh jump on there and, 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 and no and,
1: no and not, not at work I, oh
0: i just wondered if that's if it's become that big of a thing
1: yeah i have no idea i really don't know <laughs> why are you looking at me like no, I'm, I was just, well,
0: I, I'm just i'm just curious I, I i wasn't uh sure uh where this has gone how mainstream this has uh become i had never heard of anything quite like this before no
1: this is really really bizarre and
0: it really feels like it fits It's specific to this moment, like the whole MAGA thing and liberals and, you know.
1: Yeah, well, there's such a big divide. Yeah. There's there's so much hate going on. And then sometimes people, you know, they kind of like that. I did a video about having a hate crush on someone. Like you think someone's physically attractive, but you don't necessarily like or agree with them. Uh, So and a lot of people commented on that. So not necessarily the same thing. but
0: And I also think you've got like the MAGA crowd they're very much into or believe in the alpha male and then you've got a lot of liberals uh with the toxic masculinity and all of that so it really sets it up to have one side (laughs) being the dom and the other side being the sub right and they're all congregating to each other to make that fantasy happen uh the one who found who finds people repulsive and gets turned (laughs) on by it like osama bin laden
1: yeah I mean, that's that's a
0: stretch that, that's a little extreme uh so dana there with a really important <laughs> political story for us this morning so
1: glad i got to handle that there's one.
0: a reason we did that one in the five o'clock hour uh lots more still to come including uh more on the desantis Newsom debate last night on fox news we'll talk to our national correspondent rory o'neill about that in just a bit back with more next
2: step into the world of power loyalty